<laughs> I like the idea of having a delay. <laughs> Can we do that again where it's intentional? That's pretty funny if you have a delay in a I'll go like, like oh, oh. <laughs> okay. All right, are we ready? All right, one, two, three. All right. What's up, everybody? I'm Amanda. And I'm Zach, and this is the A to Z Exchange. A weekly collaborative conversational podcast where we discuss creative, cultural, and political topics. All right, and this week we have our buddy Derek on. How are you doing, Derek? Doing good. All right, so first things <coughs> first, we have to introduce you and tell the world who you are, because no one other than your fan base knows who you are. Yep. So this is on you. Who are you, Derek? All right, here's the plug-in. Go for it. Say what you got to say. <laughs> that guy. Oh, well, oh is that going to be messing with the mic? It should It's on his shirt. It's right here. Oh, okay. I just noticed it's pointing down. No, anyway. I, I won't. I won't move too much. To make it. Okay. Cool. Quick clag or whatever. Well, my other persona is Fitty. Fitty percent. Uh, I got a YouTube channel. It's based pretty much solely on guns because that's like my hobby, my passion. Um, I got that nickname in Afghanistan in 2004 because a buddy of mine didn't know I was half black. So. When he found out, he was like, what? And the next day, he's like, hey, you know 50 Cent, the rapper? I'm like, yeah, he's like, I'm going to call you 50 Percent. And the nickname stuck, and I had that. And then after I lost the arm, I went to uh, back to work, and he uh, said, now, now you're only 50% as tactical as you used to be because I only have one arm. So right. I ended up using that for my YouTube channel, which was just for fun at first, and then it started getting serious. and. Then I actually came to school to learn film and video and stuff like that. So that's yeah. where I am now. Now you're graduated in, into the world. Yep. Which right. nobody wants to pay for video. But no, they don't. <laughs> that's partially true. Yep. So uh, you do YouTube? Is that kind of your full-time thing now? How's I know that's well, probably not working out too well with the ad, Apocalypse 7.0. <laughs> yeah, I've never made money off of YouTube. I've made like maybe 30 bucks here and there. But it's like, what? So with the whole adpocalypse that happened and they're um, pretty much they're restricting gun channels and the content that we can put up. So, yeah, I just do it for fun. I mean, why are they specifically looking at gun channels and not all the stupid other bullshit? Oh, yeah, not supposed to cuss. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah there, there's a lot of stuff on YouTube, and it's hard to police. But um, like now, they've come out with they've come out with specific policies regarding gun channels and what we can and can't post. Like, I can't show you how to put a magazine into a into a gun. I can't show you how to assemble this from parts. I can't show well, you. Isn't how to that kind of your thing, though? Yeah, and everything I do is is legal. I don't do anything illegal. Tell people how to make illegal suppressors or illegal machine guns or anything like that. But so how? Um, I can't show me shooting a, a rifle with a capacity larger than thirty rounds. So if it has thirty-one rounds in a magazine, they can take that. Mm. How does the how how do they accurately uh, police that? How does how does an algorithm know the magazine of a firearm? That they, you bring on, do you do you have to say that in the video for them to police that? Um, if you say it, that's the way the algorithm can get it. Okay. Um, algorithm, they might have tweaked it to where it can, uh, through the waveforms, find out how many shots in a certain burst, and if it's over 30 rounds, then it could probably take it. Um, so is that subject to an edit? 
if you made an edit. Yeah, if I I've seen it, you in the past do like an edit of a montage where you fire off 90 shots and it's clearly from three different clips and yeah. it's subject to a mistake. Possibly. Okay. But uh, they do, they they have brought in a, a big team of people to, to uh, I guess, help police the YouTube space. And when they first started, they brought in the poverty, uh, Southern Poverty Law Center and they were just going crazy and just deleting channels like left and right. Mm-hmm. And then there's a big pushback like, hey, why is my channel being uh, deleted for this? It's not against your policies. I've already taken all the videos that's now that was good, but now it's against your policies off of my, ch- my channel. And uh, they corrected that and they reinstated a few channels that got shut down. But other than that, that's just a per- what a person feels, essentially. So... Um- we keep using the word policing, which personally I feel like it's a loaded word. But anyways, are they policing your content in a way, are they demonetizing things, or are they deleting videos outright altogether? Well, they do both. Um, so what would be the distinction between how you, you get something demonetized, what line do you have to cross to get it completely taken down? Well, I've been safe for for my gun videos, I've been completely safe. For my other videos I've done, they've demonetized. Like I had a, a sub channel, fifty percent political, and they've like demonetized that whole thing. I can't make money off that at all. Okay, so I get the whole demonetizing thing, sure. But if they're just deleting videos, especially when it comes to like you expressing political opinion, isn't that kind of like it's a censorship? And it's a it's a it's a private business or you know corporation or whatever, so they can do what they want. I'm utilizing their platform, okay. <laughs> but in a sense, it, 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 there's there's. I mean, it's the internet, though. <laughs> yes, yeah, internet, but they're they're not being they're not. It doesn't seem like they're being equal throughout their whole uh-huh. span uh-huh. of genres they have. I mean, it's, it's crazy how much stuff is on YouTube. So, what is an example of something that you would you would say hasn't been uh, effectively policed in the sphere? What do you mean? So, like, I know, obviously, uh, the gun videos get policed. Violent. So, uh, like, world star hip-hop type videos get policed a bit, which is fine. Uh, And then the cannabis community has been policed very heavily in the last three months. Channels... Just the drug community in itself. That are operating in legal states are being shut down because they're showing off these products. And some of them it's okay because they are linking out to sites and effectively giving coupon codes out for cannabis. Well, see, that, that, that's another thing that they're hitting the gun channels on is the linking of the sites. Like, you can have a, a, a site like Phil DeFranco where you can link out to anything he wants, and then a gun gun channel says, oh, hey, I got a link to, to this accessory that's like maybe a different, I don't know, just some random accessory that doesn't involve any way the function of the rifle or the gun. Anything linking to something that sells something for a gun or two guns is is a no-go. Like, okay. even, I had to take out the links. I only had a couple links in a few of my um, uh, videos, but it was a tool. It was a link to go buy a tool. It's just a solid piece of metal, um, metal rod that's machined in a certain way so that you can, it's called lapping, mm-hmm. so you can hand lap the upper receiver. And I had to take that out. And that's completely legal. Yeah, it's a tool. It, it's literally, it has no function other than to spin. Yeah. That's all it does. It holds a lapping compound, which is kind of like a liquid 
abrasive. Kind of like Loctite in a way? No, Loctite is, it, it stops some, ugh, it stops stuff from moving. Like if you have threads, it mm -hmm. locks the threads in. So we used to do it to clean out threads. That's how I've used it. Really? Yeah. Dad, I mean, Dad and I, when I would have drum kits and maybe one of the lugs was messed up, we would go in there with uh, some kind of Loctite compound. We would put it on the screw that fit the, the nut and then just screw it in there and sort of clean out any grime that got in there because you get shards of drumsticks and things that just, yeah. and dust that ends up everywhere. Anyways, so I know we wanted to talk about guns, guns, guns. Officially, now we can't monetize this. Right. Pro well, well yeah. you're, you're not, you're not, we're not anyways, but like <laughs> you're not you're not showing guns, you're not showing a function or you're not showing how to assemble or uh, mm -hmm. disassemble them. It's a podcast. I don't see why it would get demonetized. But since we're talking about it, the algorithm will catch it probably. And it's been catching and knocking down everyone these days for all sorts of stuff. I mean, so I just feel like they shouldn't be uh blocking people for talking about something. I mean, I feel like that kind of breaches like a freedom of speech type of deal, especially since this is on the internet. <laughs> well, well, you can go anywhere else on the internet and make that discussion happen. That would be that would be my argument. They also, it, I think it's complicated because they have to look out for advertisers, and at the end of the day, that's their business model. But it is weird how they are shutting people down. And I would say the main concern I would have as a person that's not really in the sphere is that they're doing it uh, without early notification. To say, hey, fix this first, yeah, and we'll move forward. It's just a complete cut, denial, demonetization, and then you have to go through the process of fixing the problem. And maybe you uploaded that video that day, and you expect the majority of reviews to come that day. So, yeah. So a lot of times, what happens? They'll do it at night on a Friday. Like demonetize everything? No. Well, at, at night on a Friday, someone will go through and flag. All it takes is three of your videos. Three videos. We'll go flag through your videos, and then your channel gets shut down. And then they do it on a Friday night. You have until you got to wait until Monday to contact YouTube again. And then, unless you're a channel with over a hundred thousand subscribers, you don't have a direct link to YouTube. Like me, I'm. I only got like almost nineteen thousand subscribers. That's it. We're getting pretty close. We almost have ten. Yeah. So <laughs> we're catching up with you, Derek. <laughs> well. Like, I, I can't contact YouTube except for, like, would you like to contact us? You know, that crap that everyone can do. Mm -hmm. But um, other channels, 100,000 and more, they get, like, a representative that mm -hmm. they can call and talk to and stuff influencers. like that. Influencers. Damn you, influencers. Not, not influencers. <laughs> someone that works at No, YouTube. I know. The people who the people have that those can call. are influencers. That's their title now. Yeah. They're... That's like a job title. Really? Considered social mm -hmm. media influencer. If you have over 100,000... I don't know where I don't the, know the, the exact limit, limit is, is but, but if you have like a certain amount of subscribers or like people who follow you, you are an influencer. Yeah. yeah. That's the new the new term. I think it really come out of Instagram more than anything. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, I have to hear about it all the time at my job. <laughs> if we get somebody in that is like that, because we will search, um, we have to, to make to verify but they get whatever they want, basically. <laughs> <laughs> that's, interesting. that's interesting to know. That Cause, needs cause to be an episode. Because they're going to be... Yeah. They're gonna, they're, they I have the voice. They'll put it out mm -hmm. to their people they follow, mm -hmm. and if it's negative, then they don't want that. So. It affects the company, yeah. Mm -hmm. so that's a problem that actually YouTube, like gun, gun channels on YouTube have, is they'll go out and they'll like go up pretty much 
horn themselves out for free products. Like, hey, I'll do a video on your thing if you give that to me. Mm-hmm. Me, I like to put a whole proposal in and email a company and say, hey, this is what I can do. And then companies sometimes, they don't like my, uh, my slow workflow, I guess. So, like I have a comp- company that's asking for the scope back right now, so I have to pack it up tomorrow and send it back to them. All right, so we're about 10 minutes in so far, and we would like to, obviously, this is an episode about guns, and the, the thing about guns is there's a lot of material to cover. And, there's a lot of different types of guns. And we can't, <laughs> that's true, and we can't cover it all, but we do want to, we want to educate people, and we want people to understand guns, because I know Amanda and I are in our bubble, and you're in a different bubble. And everyone's in their own individual bubble, mostly. But a lot of bubbles align in terms of the political sphere these days. I like to bump my bubbles into other bubbles. <laughs> Hashtag me too. Um, what's See, that? That, that's the <laughs> thing. Not go what, there. Demonetized. Here's something to think about. Hashtag <laughs> me too, right? Back before Twitter and all that stuff, we had our little phones at home that we had to dial and. What was that symbol called? Hashtag tangent. That's what no. we're doing right now. Uh, it's pound. Pound me too. Pound, yeah. Pound me too. Oh. Oh my gosh. Derek. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, we want to, from a loose perspective, we want to outline the difference between firearms, the classes of firearms. Okay, I'm probably going to get a lot of bad, uh, what's that? Because I'm laughing at that. <laughs> It was a joke. It was lighthearted. Hmm. I don't know. He shouldn't be in trouble. I'm not trying to down that at all. No, he's not insulting the movement, not downplaying what the women have accomplished. And men. So, no disrespect. But... Terry Crews. Terry Crews. Anyways, the difference between guns. So, what are the different categories? Like, semi-automatic, automatic. These words are thrown around a lot. Manual. Manual? I don't know. Automatic. Stick shift. I don't... (laughs) Well, you got you got. It's cars, Zach. <laughs> you got semi-automatic, and you got you got semi-automatic guns. And you got automatic guns. Now, after 1984, no new fully automatic guns could be manufactured. So, at all. At all. In the world. No, U.S. Now, is this manufactured? Period. What about for military use? This is manufactured for civilian use. Okay. So I cannot go out and buy a brand new. Uh, fully automatic AR-15, which would be the military version of like an M4, M16. Now, are police departments allowed yes. those weapons once they come out of the military? No. Police departments are allowed to actually go to a manufacturer and say, hey, like, if I had my own manufacturing license, things like Class 3, blah, blah, whatever, to manufacture a fully automatic uh, rifle, um, what I can do is I can actually make a demo sample and that's how a lot of these newer um, fully automatic guns are, are out there. But they're not transferable. Like, I can't go, hey, I'll sell you this. You know, and you mm-hmm. go, through, go through all the paperwork and buy it and pay the tax and all that stuff. Because you have a prototype. Yes. Right? It's, okay. it's, it's, it's actually, like, part of the, it owns, it's, it's part of the business. It's not actually mine, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, kind of like a, a trust thing. I mean, you I keep know. talking about rifles. Is that the same for, like, pistols and handguns? Yeah, there there could be no fully automatic guns, brand new, made for public, um, I guess, for the public, for the for the civilian. Mm-hmm. That's why the fully automatic 
um, gun community. That little niche is like a close knit kind of circle, like all oh, people that have a lot of money. Because like starting out to get in to buy uh, the lowest full auto is like ten thousand dollars. So what about something like an, a mini Uzi? What about? It? Would that not be an automatic firearm? If I went and I bought one today, mm-hmm. no, it'd be semi-automatic. Well, because I, the Uzi is usually uh, open bolt, and open bolts can fire. Okay. Pretty I, easily. There was a story a few years ago. It was, I would say, before this debate started getting heavy in the media again, uh, maybe around 2012 or 2010 or so. And there was a child that went to a gun show and shot himself with an Uzi. And that was, that was I remember the word automatic, fully automatic, being thrown around quite a bit when that incident happened. It wasn't a mass casualty situation. It was like a six-year-old. Wait, was it a girl? I don't know. Because how, how, how long ago was this? I would say 2010 to 12. Okay, I, I know that... But I'm not confident in that date range. I just remember a kid with an Uzi killed Killer. the kid's self. <laughs> I remember him or herself. Him or herself. No, I, I remember specifically there was a girl out in Vegas, I think, and Vegas has a couple different companies that say, "Hey, come shoot a full automatic." You know, you can pay, you can shoot like at a gun show. No, no, this was a show. gun show. Gun show, specifically like, a show. I don't see how that could happen. Okay, so what um unless you saw unless you saw the girl pick up the uzi which if it's a fully automatic uzi probably no one's going to be able to touch it but the owner okay um unless she and people saw her pick it up people saw her load a magazine and charge it unless she knew how to you know operate that machine gun and then pff, kill herself i don't see how that could happen at a gun show i know that <clears throat> at one of those uh gun ranges where they you can rent like a full auto or whatever uh a guy wanted to see his <clears throat> wanted to see his daughter shoot uh, a full auto, and one of the guys there, like the safeties, was like, "Here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like, kind of brace her so she doesn't go f- falling back yeah. and spraying all over." But somehow, when she pulled the trigger, it and it hit the hit the safety guy, and he died. She didn't die, but he died. Okay, I remember that happening. But yeah, I haven't heard of that one. So. You said there were semi-automatic, fully automatic. Is there a third category? Um, like bolt action? Is that in the same well, classification? Yeah, there's bolt action, there's pump action, there's semi-automatic, there's fully automatic, obviously. There's, um, if you get into the different types of revolver handguns, you got uh, double action and single action. So, what a, Where would a musket classify? That's that's into like the bolt slash pump action. It, it, okay. It's more of like a a lot of different actions. Pour, <laughs> it's quite a few. Pour pound. So it's like that little game they had in the nineties where you like spin it, bop it, beat it, twist yeah. it. Okay, but with firearms. I that yeah. Game. yeah. <laughs> so. Um, but I mean, um, I mean, like you basically just. I mean, talking about all of them, but. What are some, like, when you're talking about, like, civilian use? Because I feel like, especially in this area, the most common are, like, I don't know, like, 12-gauge shotguns. I'm not really sure. Or, like, it's a not pistol. not the most common. He's disagreeing. Handguns. Handguns, yeah. So, I guess when it comes to, like, safety issues, I don't know, how is it 
different between a handgun and a, a rifle? It's not, it's not any different. Like my, my sons are uh, six and five, and they, both of them, they know the safety rules. They know they don't touch anything without my permission, and then when they do, they know to treat it like it's loaded. That's the first one. Always treat everything. Even if you see someone unload a gun and put it down, just treat it like it's loaded. Even if you've watched your dad's videos and you know yeah. someone with a camera has stood in front of that, that weapon at one point or another. Yeah, and, and it's also kind of like tact when you're with other people as well. So and the second rule is always keep your fingers straight and off the trigger. Mm -hmm. Never, you, know, you see a lot of people, they grab a gun and their finger automatically goes around that trigger. Yeah. Even if you know that it's unloaded, just keep it straight and off the trigger. I know that's... I, I grew up around shotguns and hunting and things. And so I, I see it from that perspective, and I, I do understand it. But I also know there's a lot of violence associated with these things, and they are deadly, deadly devices. Mm -hmm. So I definitely respect uh, the need to have that training from uh, some kind of like parental figure in someone's life. Like, I know, like all these rules you're telling me, I, my dad taught me those when I was, like, five years old. That was the thing. If you pick up the firearm, it's never ever ever pointed at anybody it does not matter if it's loaded it does not matter if it's been decommissioned that was the first rule because you don't want to be comfortable with that habit and it was the same way with the trigger we i don't know about you guys we had rules if we were going on if we took them out someday because we had a lot of property and we were going to go i don't know we'll just say hunt squirrels yeah. another rule was we always pointed it to the sky we never let it drip we never pointed it on the x-axis or anything but a lot of people don't grow up with that training. That's yeah, true. I, didn't, I a lot didn't a lot of people like don't any kind of gun around. I mean, I knew they were. Like my dad and his family had like shotguns, but nothing like. I mean, I think like four tens were basically. Yeah. So what I do you? Mean, so I don't know anything. So what really. do you do in this this country? There's something like what 450 million firearms. Yeah, so it's some crazy number. And I know the, the bell curve on that's a little skewed because a lot of them go to private collectors that there's a mass, massive amounts of them for their collection. How, you know, if, if, if guns are part of the American culture, and they seem to be, especially out west and in the south and places like that, and rural communities, right, how do we uh, get everyone safely trained? How do we how do we get that to everybody? I think that's on the individual person. Is there it's, it's the individual's responsibility? Is there a way to make it so that there's easier access for people through state funded programs or yeah. local city ordinances? I mean, look at back in the fifties, back when my, my mom was in high school and stuff. They still had uh, shooting teams in the high schools. Mm -hmm. They were taught gun safety. They did their little competitions. It was part of actually PE, where you know you go through different sections throughout yeah. the. It was part of their PE, a little section of their PE. Okay, quick question, just yes or no. If you talk about gun safety on YouTube, do you get demonetized? Does it get flagged? We're talking about gun safety. Unknown. <laughs> okay, cool. Moving on. Yeah. I just, that was um, just an interesting. Yeah. Gun safety. I, mean, I, I, oh, I don't know. That was. I'm, I have a note on the other thing that he was saying. Well, I mean, like, on, like, the gun uh, safety thing, I know in, like, where I grew up, it was kind of a smaller area. It's not too small, but if they do, in hunting season, they do, like, hunting classes where you can mm -hmm. sign up yeah. and they teach you. Yeah. That, yeah. Uh, so. that and, and if you're, uh, 
if you're an adult, you know, 21 over, you can buy a handgun. Get your concealed carry license if your state allows that. And in that class, you're going to go through over, uh, you're going to go over uh, safety, you're going to go over the laws, what you can and can't do, wh what to do if you have to use it in self-defense and this or that, and how you can't brandish, just like, oh, you get mad at somebody, oh, really? You know, mm -hmm. you can't do that. So they go through all of that in that class. Okay. So, quick jump to Parkland. Parkland. Florida. Okay. Oh. February 14th. Um, he had a name. High school. Mm -hmm. And we're not going to say his name, we're not going to show his face. Right, he's no. he's a deadbeat. But did he use an AR-15? He did. And he, uh, just to get the details, was he able to purchase that legally? Yeah. As a as an eighteen year old. Yeah. Why, from your perspective, was he allowed to purchase an AR-15? And without talking about the merits of the firearm, why was he allowed to purchase that and not a pistol until he was twenty-one? Probably. Why is there a disparity? Probably concealability. Okay, so he's not allowed to walk around and attempt to conceal an AR-15. Are you allowed to conceal no. a, a shotgun if you can? No. So is like, the limit it, just it, on handguns? Well, I mean, the limit's on any gun. Unless you have a, a, a license to carry concealed, right, in any state. I mean, I think there's a couple um, constitutional carry states where you can do it without a license. But... Um, Wait, what were we talking about? Brain injury, sorry. I'm a brain. Um, concealing shotguns. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> there we go. Like, That'll like, be the I, hashtag for this episode. <laughs> I, I could go down uh, uh, Nashville, what, um, Broadway. I could walk down the street with a, uh, with a load, not, not a loaded, but with an AR-15. But there's stipulation. It has to be slung. So you have to have a sling. It has to be strapped on your back. Okay. So... There's a certain amount of steps that need to happen before I can actually go armed and fire. That makes it legal or not not legal. Like there was a uh, a second amount rally, uh, like maybe maybe a decade ago now, in the cap or in Nashville, at the Capitol, and a guy had his Air 15 slung over his back, right, and he had a magazine in. But that guy had a round chambered, so it took less steps for him to go bang. Okay. See what I'm saying? Okay. So he got arrested for that. Okay. How did they, how, um, it's completely ignorant on this, how did they know it was, it had a round chamber or was round chambered? There was a round chamber, yeah. Well, the cops went up to him and said, hey, can we, can we check it out? They... Similar to how a game warden would check, say, the plug in the shotgun. There okay. You go. So they saw him and they checked. They right. checked. They saw it was loaded. They're like, okay, you can't do this. And they arrested him for it. And that was a full-on arrest. It wasn't a situation where they would give him a fine? Yeah. Okay. Because he, he was in a public area. I mean, it was a rally, right? What, what's the rules on having him in your vehicle? Like, because I don't know for sure, but, like, uh, I've been told before, you have to, like, if you have him in your vehicle, you have to have, like, the weapon separate from the ammo or something like that. Like, you can't have him in your car together. If you have a concealed, at least in Tennessee, if you have a concealed carry, you can have your weapon loaded, ready to go in your car. Okay. Now, if you're crossing state lines or sometimes or a state like Illinois, you got to have your ammo in a lockbox in the trunk and the, the handgun in a lockbox in the, in the um, glove box. Glove box, there you go. Okay. What's the difference between concealed and open carry in two well, sentences? 
open carry, you can see it from three angles. Like if I had it on my hip, you can see it from the front, the side, and the back, right? And so if it's, it's concealed, right you can only see it from two angles theoretically, right? If it's concealed, you don't see it at all. So what's that, what's that gray area definition? Because you specified three, area, three angles. So if you see something from the front and the side, that's two. Like if you have it tucked in your pants mm -hmm. and all you can see is like the little handle coming out and you can only see it from two sides. Like, yeah, me, I got a little bit of a belly. So spoilers. Yeah, spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it, if I'm concealing it from what from from more than uh, one side. So if I get okay. two sides, then they can tell me, hey, you got to move it. You got to put it somewhere else. They can classify that as concealed. Yeah. And. I just want to see, because most of this is you're trying to learn and, and figure this thing out because this is a big, it's a big topic nowadays. There's a lot going on. It's in the culture and a lot of people are ignorant about it and then a lot of people are very stubborn about it as well. So it's really hard to discuss these things, it seems, in most settings without people going, turning into a Twitter mob and then uh, making spiteful memes, right? <laughs> that happens. That happens. Um, I've noticed in the conservative community quite a bit, they like their spiteful memes. I, I like I like, I like gifts. I, I like them too, and if you want to disagree with them, some of them are so petty that they're funny to me. My wife told me I, I respond on Facebook with gifts too much, and they just stop. <laughs> well, this little side note, but I'll tell you when we're done. What? Um, where was I going with this? Um, you go ahead. I'll figure it out. Well, I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh, well, I was gonna say when we were talking about the Parkland thing with the AR-15. So. I might be wrong on this, but, like, weren't, like, the shootings at the nightclub and, like, several of the other, like, mass shootings that have happened recently, what, didn't the person have an AR-15? AR-15 style. Now... AR-15 style? AR-15 AR style. Now, AR-15 stands for, um, Armalite Rifle. Pretty sure AR. it stands for Assault Rifle. Armalite Rifle. And the person who, who, uh, invented it, Eugene Stoner, right? Armalite got the patent from him. No one could call it an AR-15. So that's why every every other um, manufacturer out there calls their, like, Smith & Wesson makes one, right? Okay. SW-15. Okay. So they don't call it an AR because it's kind of like copyrighted trademark kind of deal. With because they are is like a brand name. Yes. Okay. So Armalite. we should pay attention. So it, in media headlines, I would assume they say AR styled. No, they don't. They just no, say really? AR. They just say AR-15. They don't everything. say styled to no. specify. And just like the, uh, the, what was that one? The club shooting? What was it called again? Nightclub. Uh, um, it was in Orlando. They're, they keep yeah. happening in yeah, Orlando. I don't, I don't remember Disney the World. Pulse. I think it was Pulse, Pulse. yeah. Yeah, that Pulse one, nightclub. Yep. guy had a SIG. It was a SIG AR-style rifle. Okay. And then with that, it's not even, it's, it's different than AR, because most ARs are, this is going way out of, out of the way. It's, it's direct impingement, meaning it's operated by gas to get the next round in. And SIG usually, I think theirs are piston-driven. So. Yeah, way out. Um, but it's interesting, because you talk about the mechanics of it, and I think that's, that shows some of the interest of why people are in this community. it's a There's a tech element to it. Well, I mean, you even there said is. it, too, like with the AR-15, people thinking that it means assault rifle, because I've heard that a lot. Yeah, that was a like, joke. I didn't know what it meant, yeah, but no, I knew it didn't I, mean assault I've rifle. I've heard that a lot. Like, everybody, whenever all of these are going on, everybody's like, why does somebody need an assault rifle and blah, blah, blah. 
So, I mean, that's good that he clarified that because... And it looks like one. It's well, a scary-looking firearm. You know it is. I mean, you, you, you can take an AR-15. You can take a, a Mini-14. They're both function, uh, functionally mm-hmm. and caliber-wise the same rifle. Shoot the same... The bullets use the same speed and all that stuff. One has a wooden stock, looks more sporter, like hunting. Yeah. One looks like, oh, G.I. Joe, right? They're the same gun, but yet one looks looks bad. One looks, oh, that's that's cool. Now, see, I would argue as a person that... It looks that, more like a hunting thing. Yeah, like I would argue as a person that, that loves branding and design and art and creativity and making those decisions, that it was very irresponsible for the person that designed most of these AR-styled rifles to look like that. Why? Because where does your where does your brain go when you see a weapon like that? Now it, it's more scary to people that are uneducated on the topic of firearms, right? So it's scarier. So there's more pushback on it. So that's promoting a debate because it looks scary on its own. And secondly, I think it does promote an idea that maybe you would need this, or maybe it would work for something in a I want to say warfare type situation. But more of a of a combative situation instead of something again the same firearm you mentioned that looks more like a hunter or sport friendly firearm. It's the image of the gun itself. What does the gun represent? Does the gun represent with, want and sport, or does it represent combat? Now with that, like like I said, the whole Air 15 versus May 14, right? With the wood mm-hmm. stock, the wood stock versus the Air 15 with the pistol grip and the the Air 15 is more ergonomic, so it fits more people. Okay. A wood stock you can't adjust. Right, it's just one plain stock. Okay. The AR-15, you can adjust practically everything. You can fit the rifle to the person. Would would you be more comfortable in shooting something that fits you, something that's easier to hold, easier to aim, and all that stuff, if you were in a self-defense situation? Yeah, yeah, I I agree with you, but I think um, the design, the color, I I do think that should be. You go with color. You go with color. That's just. Uh, uh, a coating. It is. It's just decorative. I, no, I, I no, agree. No, no, no. no. Well, you, you got anodizing, which is kind of like a hard coat anodizing. It, mm. it makes it a little bit tougher on, the, so it doesn't get so many scratches and stuff. Uh, and then you got the painting like Cerakote and Duracote and whatever. That's all very coats. purposeful. But then if if you know you, I think inevitably, if you go down that hole, where you're wanting you're to now. customize the firearm and make it like your own, like that's. I think the niche is getting smaller and smaller of people that want to do that. I just think I get what he's saying. There should though, be a responsibility to design sense. it, if possible, to look more sport friendly and still maintain that ergonomics. It just it it does promote an image. It's it's the idea that handguns are the majority, the absolute majority of gun violence right now is handguns, and and the bells are skewed, and I'm okay with admitting that. Now, when you say gun violence, you got to think of the overall picture. Like you got. Suicides. It's a huge, huge that's, portion of that. And that's uh, on the rise that, right now. A portion of that is, is defensive uses, police uses, mm-hmm. and then you got the, the murders and all that stuff. So, yeah, for totals. Yeah, you gotta think Even about it. Even though it's, it's still, if, if you break those subcategories down, and I, as far as I know, most gun owners would agree with this, it is mostly a, uh, a pistol type firearm mm-hmm. that's contributing to most of those. And I think part of that, too, is when you look at a pistol firearm, with the exception of like some of the older revolvers or maybe even a Desert Eagle, they, they don't look like you're going to go hunting with them. They just don't match that design. And I, that's part of it. I think that brings it back to creativity, like part of this podcast, which is, 
I think that's something that the gun manufacturers can do that doesn't limit their ability to make or sell these things. Okay, I, I know. Design them in a more. Yeah, I mean, I, I know quite a few guys that go out and, and hunt with Glocks. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting. They're like 10 millimeter Glocks. Okay. So they got a round they can put something down, not just I mean, going to wound them. Basically, just blow it up. What do they? <laughs> what do they hunt with those? See, I know nothing. <laughs> Hogs, deer, whatever. Okay, so 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 bigger or medium sized game, not hmm. not squirrels or. Hogs, they run. So usually they're usually you know flying in a helicopter. Going, <laughs> yeah, and you just got to fall out of a tree with a Bowie knife on a hog. That's the best way. To... <laughs> 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 Miss and then have them tear you up. Yeah. Yeah, that's part of the experience. Well, I don't know. Um. Okay, so <laughs> we have been doing this for. 30 minutes now, and we haven't even got <laughs> through hardly any of our points. So we do need to start. We, we'll need to do a part two on this series, I think, because there's there's a lot of information here. Um, so briefly, we want to talk about, we're just going to ask your opinion on this, solutions to some of this gun violence. From, a, from a, a gun owner, from a gun enthusiast, if you would take that label, what would you see in, in a... Uh, Solutions to this? Yeah. However small, however minor. Whether it be background checks. See, every Um, every time you do a background check, you can do a background check, but there's always that that what if this happens, like um, the Texas shooting, where that dude who shouldn't have been able to buy a gun was able to buy the AR-15 that he got. He shouldn't have been able to because he got discharged from the Air Force Mm -hmm. for domestic abuse. Yeah. He was pretty out there so which they did not the, the which shooting Fort- was this i remember the details but what was it was this a church shooting yes it was okay. a church shooting okay in texas the the air force did not send the paperwork through the right mm-hmm. channels so that they could get him flagged from owning firearms mm-hmm. so the whole so that's that's one instance so, I mean, I where it, that's an error on whoever's job it is that's, to do. that's a it, personal it, error and that's the argument that I'm sure he's gonna take. Well, also take 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 like Sandy Hook. Right. That kid killed his mom, took her guns. Mm-hmm. You can't stop that from fall. Well, I, I would mean, I would agree that you can't th- theft stop. and murder is already illegal. So he already did those two things. And he yeah. I would I would totally agree that you can't stop every instance. And, but I, I wish I knew this term in philosophy. But it's the idea. Say the the NSA, for example. The NSA technically prevents a lot of terrorist attacks. But yeah. we don't hear about them, and we don't know about them, because they're preventing something that never occurred. And that's kind of how I see this situation, is that if, if some form of regulation was, was done well enough, ideally it could prevent not everything, but it could slow the rate. And I, I really worry about the mass shootings these days, like a lot, I've, that's a, that's a new problem we have, and we only have it here. On, on how, average, how do you know? You can look at the stats from around the world. What they about, occur around the world. What, what, they happen what, in France. What but, about what about Cambodia and stuff like that? African countries that really don't report stuff like that. How can I agree? They? Okay, so civilized nations, which so... we <laughs> non-third world country. <laughs> Africans aren't civilized. Oh. I don't think Cambodia, great. 
I know. I don't. Okay. Don't That's what I said. Ooh, but, uh, <laughs> just joking. So you know, whatever. You you know what I mean exactly. by by the the the. I'm just gonna specify because I don't want to take a label. Is it not civilized? The more civilized nations, there's a group of twenty. Westernized. I don't want to say westernized. Well, that's, like, that's a different can of worms. No, because there's there's countries on that list that aren't westernized. China is not westernized. The developed world. There we go. That's the term I'm looking for. They're still developing. Well, everyone's developing at a different rate and pace, and some places are going the wrong direction. So, uh, China's going to be double D's, man. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> I feel like when you were talking about that, about the NSA, how they stopped terrorists and all that they use them skills i mean because the nsa monitors like basically everything everything, like all of our electronics so i mean how would people prevent that like people who sell guns from like a pawn shop they don't have access to the kind of technology that the nsa does to stop somebody from buying a weapon well they use like social media like the idea is algorithms and systems and programs to to give to people and and make them accessible That, that would be the goal, I think. But you said algorithms, like algorithms to put in place for a gun purchase. That kind of takes away. I wouldn't want to put up a person's ability to buy a firearm to defend themselves or do whatever, not do whatever, like mass shootings or anything. But I wouldn't want to put someone's uh, ability to purchase a firearm in in a defense situation on an algorithm that could be wrong. It would be a flag. I wouldn't see it as a yes, you can, or yes, you can't. It would be an alert. Hey, maybe this is an issue. Look into it. I, I just think that's part of it, and I understand... When people, um, when people know there's an algorithm involved, they will do whatever they can to cheat that algorithm. Look at YouTube. True. Going back to YouTube. That's true. People are doing it. You will cheat that algorithm. You'll find out, oh, okay, let me do this. Oh, it worked. You know what I'm saying? But do you think that uh, an algorithm in that in that sense, even if someone tries to tamper... Gun, gun violence, do you not think it would help a bit? Obviously, do you think that's kind of taking away due process when you're putting it on an algorithm? Uh, to where they don't, I don't think it would, they would not automatically allow you the firearm. So, no. So, put up a flag. So, what happens when the algorithm shows you're, a flag? You're going to have to have individuals manually, re- manually, manually review. You're going to have That's going to have to happen. What if, and this is, this, is, this is a situation that actually happened, I forget her name. I forget where it was too, even man. But she applied for a concealed carry, or she wanted to buy a gun. Sorry, and she want- the delay happened, and her boyfriend killed her. Cause yeah, yeah. So I've heard that story from a lot of people, and that's that the waiting period. I think that's a true issue with the waiting period. I I, I agree. Well, I mean, it's all, it's all it's also a, a, a failure on the whole getting a um, what is that called? Permit? No, like I don't want her by me. She can't be within four hundred feet. A restraining order. Restraining order. Yeah. Did she have the restraining order on him? Yeah. In that situation. Yeah. I only recently came across that example like a month ago. Okay, I've this heard is it probably going to bring up like a whole nother can of worms. But do you feel like <laughs> Derek I mean, the mega episode? Do you feel like as I mean this is kind of <laughs> going to bring up something on my end too? But like as a guy, like with the restraining order thing, do you feel like it's probably easier for a guy to walk into a gun store? And buy a weapon versus a woman. No. No. <laughs> I thought about this. Here's my answer. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's that whole kind of macho thing. That, Ooh, hey, chick coming in. Hey, look at this gun. Look at this gun. Feel They're going to sell. Yeah, They're going to sell it to you. That. They're salesmen. They're going to try and sell you a gun. Now they got some some idiots that try to, you know, 
hit on women and all that stuff and tell them bad advice, but I don't think there's any, you're not gonna walk into a, a gun show and I go, oh, or a gun store and I go, pfft, pfft. No, you know, they're not gonna, gonna look at that. your haircut and call you a cuck and walk away. Uh, what? Then they would be assuming your gender. You have to assume someone's gender to call them a cuck? Uh, well, it's I usually, thought that was a political male. view. No. Cuck? Cuck? Cuckold? I haven't heard the full word. I've only Cuckold? heard cuck. Never I've heard, heard I've heard people on the, the conservative spectrum called left leftists and liberals cucks. Yeah, it's cuckold. That's where it comes from. Right. Do you have you, to assume a gender for that? Well, it's usually males. Calling other males? Uh, well no, it's usually a male who is a cuckold or being cuckolded. Being cuckolded. Yeah. <laughs> or so it's such a tangent. It's all about like we're married, right? She's she's I'm not you're not. <laughs> no, we're not. But she's a giant whore and she's boinking every guy in the little village. Okay. And I know she's doing it, and I allow her to do it because she has like control over me. That's a cuckold. But I don't I don't think most people that use that term. No. Think yep. Not yep. at all. I'm. Nope. Nope, you're wrong. You're wrong. That's exactly where it comes from. You think every person that's always throwing that around is using it that way? Some don't know, like you. But where it comes from is, like you said, the liberal, the conservatives calling liberals cucks, right? Oh, well, it's toned down. That and Snowflake have toned down a bit. I'll give them, I'll give them credit. Say Amanda was a, a flaming feminist, right? And you backed everything she said up 100%. They would call you a cuck. It's the same thing. Like, you're bowing down to her. Okay. She's in control. That's why the soy boy cuck, yeah, all that stuff. That's where it stems from. Soy boy is its own, yeah, its own individual branch. I just learned that one like a few weeks ago on the definition. I've heard the definition <laughs> in the definition. past, but I've never heard people actually care about it. It's you know like where when I they heard say it from? snowflake, it means someone's getting upset easily. I just heard it from like all these Star Wars people that are pissed off about the Last Jedi, and they call like Disney Ryan. Snow uh, yeah Ryan, Ryan Johnson, Johnson yeah. and the other dudes Soy Boys but whatever I was uh, like what is that so I looked up. the fact that I haven't seen any of the new Star Wars so yeah they're okay that's that's what I'll give them as an okay they're um the best one is Rogue One what's the next topic Rogue Run that was actually the oh. <laughs> that was where we were going to end it um let's see so <clears throat> you never told me I think we got distracted. I mean, I wanted to ask you, this kind of goes into, like, police kind of... That needs to be its own episode. Well, it's not like a police shooting, but, like, I mean, this is kind of close to uh, both, all of us, because this happened in my hometown, like, the, recently, the guy that shot the cop in Dixon. You don't know about this? Shot okay. him in the back, right? Apparently, he executed, like, he shot him in the back and then executed the guy. The cop did? No, the guy Private did. citizen. But... He was on the run oh, that for, I present. think, like, domestic oh, said, abuse. Yeah, I, right? I, I have then, to look into I'm pretty sure that the last thing that I said, that I read, said that he had shot the guy in the back and then shot him in the head. That's what you told me this that's week. A, that's, uh, a, that's, a, that's what a dumbass. Oh, I was like, like coward, you don't like. understand. I was stuck at home for, like, two days because they were, like, searching everywhere. Yeah, they were searching the whole county. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't hear about that. It, it was in, when was it? It was all over the, definitely when, all over when? the local news. Um, May three April? weeks ago, three June? Weeks. It was. It, it, it was, was. It was hot out. It was so. either the end of May or like the first of June. I, so, it might have been in Hawaii. No. No. What was his name? Do you remember his name? He had a real country name, like Boone, <laughs> or Kingy, or something. Dick, weird. Dixon. 
I know the yeah. guy's name was Baker. The cop's name was Baker. Yeah. Anyways, it was an individual accident. But as, as far as school shooting, what do you think is causing and contributing to the school the, the mass shooting? That that's that's a big subject. I I think it, it is. It's huge, and but yeah. and there's multifacets. What do you think? Would I be think the big it has one? to do with uh, desensitized youths, the um, big pharma with all the different psychiatric drugs that have been pushed since the nineties, the late eighties, early nineties. Like it's. Kids are more and more kids are getting on more and more drugs, and it's ridiculous. And if you look at the history, we never used to have this. There used to be guns in school. Kids used to drive with guns, you know, in their back racks on their pickup trucks. You know, it never used to happen. But were these these guns seen in the same light as some of these guns are today? And I don't want to blame video games. It popularizes them. I, I, surely, and I, mean, I, I grew up playing these video games. Just look at, just look at, them. well, just look at yeah. FPS Russia. He got his start because he was showing the exact guns that from, are in from the like, video games. Yeah, so obviously, this there's so many things contributing to it. But you think the major one would be an issue with big pharma and I think that putting has, the younger generation on, on different type of. I mean, that I think it has to do with. The family structure, if there's a father in the house, if they're responsible enough to teach their kids what to do and what not to do, especially when it comes to firearms, you See, know? See, and as liberal, that's why we need two daddies in the home. Two daddies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> But see, but see, with that, like, you know, people can do whatever. I don't care Trying what to you do. Trying to I just think that there's a whole binary thing where they need both types of energies, type, you know, to be a... Oh, they do. Like, I, I know, like... Well, you need like, with more women, feminine like, and more masculine presence. Yeah. When yeah. there's two women, like, I'm, I know people who have, like, actively kept... They need, they keep, like, a man. They have, like, a male role model, like, person. And it naturally happens. Yeah. The roles need and, to be filled, and it, it's, it's going to happen. So... But, like, I think what he's saying, playing off, we kind of talked about this earlier when I was talking about this person that I know who's a teacher to, like, elementary school kids. Um, and it, it's not in this state. I'm pretty sure it's kind of similar in this state. But they have, her students know, know that she teaches, like, uh, third to fifth grade or something like that. They know buzzwords to use that they're, like, anxiety or, like, this gives them, like, a certain type of feeling and so they don't have to do, like, gives them a reason to not do their homework. You mean trigger words? Yeah, and their parents will back them up if they give, if they tell the teacher that their assignment gives them anxiety and they can't do it. They go kick rocks, do the homework. Yeah, well, their parents, uh, I guess apparently she was saying that their parents won't, will, like, back the kid up, not the teacher. I mean, I feel like yeah. that kind of puts in, like, what you're saying where it desensitizes them because... It's also a decent. It doesn't thing. teach them anything. Like I mean, well, it like teach them how to handle stress. Like, like, yeah. Like when I no, said yeah. desensitized, I mean desensitized to violence. Yeah. Well, I mean, like if they don't know how to handle stress and they get into a situation where, like, say some of these people who have been doing these mass shootings were bullied, they don't know how to handle that. The only way they know to handle that is to like, I'm just going to take these people out. You have an outburst. I mean, you yeah. have, you have to have that physical you have outburst. To know how to handle As those a drummer, situations. the greatest thing in the world. When you're upset, is to just hit the kit repeatedly. It's so cathartic, and that gives you. A, this is kind of an opinion that I have, but that gives you not only is it a release, but it gives you a creative outlet. Like I feel like yeah, I'm work, I'm actively developing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. but like 
in areas like we live in, well, I mean, not Nashville specifically, but like outside areas where art programs and stuff like that aren't. They're getting, the funding is getting yeah, cut. Yeah, aren't, I mean, that, yeah. those programs are very good for giving kids different outlets versus like something that's more violent, like a football. I mean, football's not violent, but like. Football's pretty violent. Like, where you like are taught to be forceful, you know, about something. I feel like. Assertive. Yeah, I mean... To have a backbone? Like, I don't know. Some people have it, some people don't. Yeah, it's not for like, everyone. Like, people from where I'm, are, you know, like, being macho. Like, a guy has to be all macho, so you have your weapons and you're all, you know, whatever. But... That's actively changing. The definition of macho changing, is really yeah, changing. Like, I feel like if people have other outlets, like creative um, forms or whatever, it will take... let It will bring down, like, violence... I agree. I think people need, and um, although I don't agree with Jordan Peterson on a lot of stuff, and I think he can ramble and ramble and ramble and just talk himself into a corner, but but he's in metaphor land, so people don't understand that he's in a corner. But, like, that's what he's about is just constant improvement, you know? Mm-hmm. That's 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 true. We need to constantly improve, and, and no, that becomes a hobby, and that becomes a talent, constant improvement, and you can open it up to anything. So it's just a bigger version of that. Mm-hmm. But... Man, we have rambled. We are way over schedule. <laughs> so we need, we do need to... to so we're going to do a to-be-continued episode? We're going to have to. We're, we'll do this as a 12-part series. 12-part. Um, <laughs> each, each, each section has its own episode. Yeah, it, it really needs to be. A second episode? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, so let's have a closing. Derek, take it away. What, do you want subscribers? Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. I mean, it doesn't matter if I have subscribers <laughs> or not. I'm not going to make money, so it's like, whatever. All right, so you run a video business as well. Yes. All right, so Derek runs a video business, and everyone should definitely go... You, you plug that in? Yeah, they need to go check it. He makes great content. That's the truth. Like, it's it's nice. It's all branded. It's it's well-constructed, so we'll put a link up for you so people know what also you do. Also, great editor. We we need to show off his creative bone. He, he, he got in there from the firearm angle, but I think he said a lot of things that... Maybe our viewership won't understand, so they won't. Mm, sorry. But, no, that's fine. People <laughs> need to hear the technical jargon. Um, I mean, I'm also going to be straight up with this comment when it goes back into the gun issues. Is this person, Derek, is probably the only person that I hope, like, I know that I trust to be around with weapons. So, you well, guys have been around them, like, oh, at school, yeah. But, well, you're not stubborn. Uh, I know people. I remember one time you came over and you were editing a video, and this. Sounds silly, but it, it it gave me a vibe. It showed an impact. Uh, you said, hey, I have this firearm on me. Is it okay if it's loaded? And I said, no, it doesn't really need to be unloaded. And you said, all right, cool. Yeah, well, it, kind it of was like, that simple, and it was it was respecting uh, another's decision on their own house. And I think more, oh, yeah, more people cool. need to abide by that. That yeah. was fantastic. So I told Mary yeah, Beth about except, that. Uh, she, unlike the day that I went to my house and my sister's boyfriend just laying his crap all over the table, and I'm like, "Why is this here?" <laughs> yeah, and if you would have said, Can, I'm "Like, we don't need this laying here," do you need like, this right here? And he gets upset. We need to quit promoting so much tension around yeah. this stuff because it's not helping. It's just not helping, and it stresses me out. So I have anxiety, and I can't do my homework anymore. We need to close this puppy down. All right. Okay, so be on the lookout for the second episode. <laughs> That's it, and then check everything out on the social medias. Yeah, we'll and that is the exchange. His is was it just fitty or fifty percent? Fitty, fitty or, or like what for what? Everything. Well, 
see that's, that's what sucks is I've branched out since the whole tactical crap on YouTube and I do a lot more than tactical and I can't change that on Instagram so it's right. like crap um, can't change your name? I can't like for some reason it won't let me take the tactical off I just want fitty weird okay Hmm. Hmm, that's kind of odd. Yeah. Fitty's pro probably taken, but I've tried to change it to like Fitty something else, and it never happens. But wow. should I wait by? I'd like to. <laughs> <laughs> bye, bye. All right. So. Anyways, just be sure to check all our social <laughs> medias out at the A to Z Exchange. Oh. That'll work, and we'll plug all of your stuff in the description because people definitely need to see your work because you do great content. So. And I will put this up on my. Fan page, it's weird to say. I'll put this on my page. And... <laughs> yeah, because we need to, everyone needs to start talking. We want to promote a conversation. This is not a debate. This is not a debate. This is not a debate. I think that's very important to say. We're just trying to figure it out and learn from the other side. That's yeah. it. That's it. We're just talking about stuff. So I guess let's close it down. It was a great episode. We're going to have to have another one, and we'll be back next yep. week, right? See you next Sweet. time. I can't wave at the moment. Pageant wave. We only wave with one hand. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs>